The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify Some fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of this podcast. And today, we've got a special technical SEO episode for you, which is going to be hosted by Jeff Atkinson, who's the founder and CEO of Huckabye. Huckabye is a technical SEO platform that automates the process of improving search results to drive more organic traffic and make your website faster. Jeff is a brilliant SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite him to take the mic and share his technical knowledge with you. All right, here is a technical SEO episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jeff Atkinson, the CEO and founder of Huckabye. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jeff Atkinson, CEO of Huckabye. And this week, we're going to discuss optimizing digital content strategy with UX, SEO, and data metrics. Joining me is Shay Bordeaux, who is a senior manager of SEO at Vivint Smart Home, which delivers an integrated smart home system with in-home consultation, professional installation, and support delivered by its smart home pros, as well as 24-7 customer care and monitoring. Dedicated to redefining the home experience with intelligent products and services, Vivint serves more than 2 million customers throughout the U.S. and Canada. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Today, Shay and I are going to discuss UX and SEO's impact on optimization strategy. 
Okay, here's my conversation with Shay Bordeaux, the Senior Manager of SEO at Vivint Smart Home. Shay, welcome to the podcast, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to, to be joining you. So full disclosure, Shay and I are friends. We've known each other for quite some time. He lives here in Utah. I live in Park City. Vivint is a customer of Huckabye's and a great partner. It's great to have you on. You know, this has been sort of a long time coming. Um, you're one of the smartest SEOs that I've had the pleasure of interacting with. So uh, your name definitely came up when I was looking for guests. And I'm glad that we're finally making it happen, man. This is fun. Well, I'm I'm humbled and um, I, I appreciate such such great compliments. And um, and I, I feel the, the same about you. I'm, I mean, from the first time we met, um, just talking to you, I, I could definitely tell right away you knew your stuff. And um, I think really what excited me is just like how advanced you were in the technical SEO space, because we know there's all different areas, obviously, of SEO and technical being one of the areas that I, um, I put a lot of, you know, my work and a lot of my time and attention into. And yeah, just talking shop with you, I could tell right away, like, yeah, this guy is definitely at the top of his game in, in technical SEO. Well, I appreciate that. Well, we're going to get off of technical SEO today and talk a little bit more in your direct wheelhouse. For those that don't know, Vivint is a massive company here in Utah. Congrats on getting over 2 million customers, by the way. That's a huge accomplishment. Thank you. Growing like crazy, publicly traded company. And so when that when you get to run SEO in a company like that, it's not just about SEO, right? There's other factors that are involved, like design, UI, UX, call to action, how you write, tone of voice, all these sorts of things. And I think that's kind of what we're going to dive into today, as well as some data metrics and other things. So when you think of UX and SEO's impact on optimization strategy, what are the top things that come to mind around this topic and 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 what you've learned so far? Yeah, and I'm glad you started there, like, especially, and, and I, I can talk to like an in-house position. And what I mean is in how the difference between being in-house and agency side of things. When you're in-house, like you said, there's various teams you have to work with. Uh, like you mentioned, UX, um, design, a lot, you know, the whole creative org um, side of things. And when you're working on this together, and when I say working together, I mean like amongst all the different cohorts, um, you, you have obviously your different stakeholders. And those stakeholders have different objectives of how of what they see when it comes to like creating ultimately, um, let's say just a web page. And, you know, from the SEO side of things, we're, of course, like our main objective is we want the page to rank, we want the page to show up for as many keywords as possible. But really, what we're trying to do is is target the page to meet uh, the expectations of the user who is searching. And I think a lot of that were where you find the combination or where you can find common ground with your UX team. And, and obviously what we're trying to accomplish as SEOs is you want to provide the best user experience. And obviously, you know, just with what Google has been looking for recently um, and with this new acronym that as of, as of late, um, you know, it used to be just eat expertise, authority, and trust, but then they add on the extra E for experience. So it's something we know Google's prioritizing. Um, and we know this is something they've talked about for quite some time, but I just don't think the technology from their side of things uh, really has been able to provide from a search engine result page um, that experience as of late. I mean, until as of late, so these last few years. And so 
what I found is is interesting is not only outside of just you know putting putting aside like the keyword optimizations and, and things like that, but what Google is prioritizing in terms of what the user is really looking for. For instance, like it could be various components. Let's say you have a web page, and you know your users they want to see uh, comparisons. Like, how do you stack up compared to like your competitors? So it could be as simple as like a comparison chart breaking down and saying like, here's our strengths, here's our competitor strengths. So we know these are things that, you know, users are searching for. They may be finding on other websites. Like, let's say like, you know, uh, content, um, heavy content sites that do like, you know, reviews and things of that nature. They're the ones that do a really good job providing all of uh, the necessary information for users to make a purchasing decision, but then also providing like what I was talking about, these components that structure the content and the information in a really easy to digestible way uh, for the user to come, um, get an understanding of, of the differences of the companies, and then go make a purchasing decision. And so I think from a UX standpoint, there's, I mean, there's, I could, I could list a lot of different examples of these, but I think the main thing that I've saw that it's really been beneficial and what Google's even also looking for is like, how are you uh, providing this, like the user, the most information and then also giving it to them in the best experience where it's just not content because we're not in, you know, 10, 15 years ago, where it's just content heavy. You know, us as SEOs, uh, like we love content. We love being able to, you know, write six, 600 to, you know, a thousand words and, and obviously fit every keyword in there. But that, that day and age is over with. Of course, you have to have the proper balance of optimization from uh, a content standpoint, but you really have to have the user experience tied in and tightened. Um, and provide, like I was saying, this diversification of components and, and a diversification for a whole uh, user experience. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, the new E for experience has become so important. And what I've found, and I, I think you're right, like, a lot of people and a lot of our customers will say, you know, 
design and UX is at odds with SEO. And I just don't agree with that. I find that good SEO is good design and good design is also good SEO. Um, because if you have these components, like the comparison charts of you versus competitors that are really good for users, they're going to get linked to. And that's you're going to get an inbound link. So a great user experience results in inbound links, which is going to result in better rankings. Um, the same thing is true for if you design a site well for SEO and you call things what they're supposed to be called, the user experience usually gets better. And we tested this a ton at Overstock where designers would say this SEO page is, you know, it, it's not going to convert well because it's, it's built for SEO. The SEO built design always was the highest conversion rate design because it was just giving people what they wanted. What are some of the components that you recommend? I know in your space, so components are, I would, I would assume are like sort of design elements or, or different types of content blocks. Is that right? Maybe you could give the audience some examples of what those ideas are that you found like Google kind of picks up on as like, this is really good for the user. We're going to, you know, rank this. Yeah. And, and, you know, yeah, and, and that you're exactly right when we're talking about components. So a component can be anything from a, a form on a page to an element of a visually designed like home or something like that. I mean, they, they can vary depending on, you know, what your your UX and your design team, you know, has has in their catalog. But to answer your question, yeah. So as far as like what uh, what I've seen, what Google has favored, I, I think all you have to do is just go look in any major industry and do a quick search and you'll see Google a lot of times they're prioritizing these content inventory websites. And so what I'm referring to are like those review sites you'll see. Mm. And what these sites do really well as far as listing all of your competitors, um, as far as like hey, here is um, the top three brands in this industry. Here's how they stack up. Um, here's the pros, here's the cons. Um, and so I think in addition to the content and the research they provide for each industry, what they do really well are they provide a variation of components. So I, I mentioned like comparison charts before, but some other things they do, um, they will do a pro and con kind of breakdown. And so that's a component where you sh you see a list of like hey here's the strengths of this company here here's where they're kind of weak and so google on the other hand so this is the type of information that they know that is very valuable to the user and what they're doing is is whenever they find this information um they will usually provide some instruction um of how you can mark that information up and you can get it to return directly in SERPs via structured data. Mm -hmm. um, and the, I know, you know, that, that's something that you guys specialize in and are very familiar with, but there's other things like how-tos. Like, you know, that's a fairly new featured snippet. Um, Google has been testing some how-to um, stuff like right directly in SERP like that you could see as of late. And it's it's been really cool. Uh, FAQs, even though they just um, announced, I know you probably saw that, that they're, deprecating the FAQs. And so FAQs will no longer be available via um, search engine results page, but it, those are still valuable components from a UX perspective. And the reason why Google was showing those is because, again, they're essentially answering the critical questions that users are looking for. So those, those are a few examples. Oh, that's great. And it is interesting how the world has changed in those components and those sort of key design elements that make a user's life more easy Google can now identify those and can give them the proper 
exposure and structured data is a great way for them to then grab actually grab that content and just display it within search results. To pivot a little bit here, because you have a, I would say a very sort of sales driven organization. Would you agree with that? So yes. leads, leads are everything. And a lot of companies, you know, at the end of the day, revenue is what matters. So that conversion point and that call to action for you guys is critical for you to have high conversion rate and get leads to salespeople and get get systems um, sold. Do you find that is at odds at all with your SEO efforts or what what's being done on the on the design and UI UX? If I was a UI UX designer at Vivint, I would probably be very focused on call to action and conversion points. Does that at all get in your way or how how is it as an SEO with such a large emphasis on that call to action conversion point, how do you how do you work with that, and how do you support them so that they can do their deal and get leads in the door? Yeah, that's that's a really really great great question. And and to be honest, it was when my first time coming in house, you know, at Vivint. Um, it was one of the things that I personally felt like was was a challenge and. It, it is a challenge because like, like to your point, like we see things and, and of course we we're driving traffic. We want the, the pages to rank, uh, to convert like that. We want the same objective, Yeah, but, um, it's different, right? It's, it's a lot different from like, let's say a, a paid search side of things where, you know, you'll have a simplified page and, and you won't need as many components content. Um, and ultimately you're just driving people there to convert. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I think the best the best approach for that, um, especially like when you're working with uh, your UX, your CRO teams, is really giving them the understanding of, hey, you know what? Here's our research. This is what from the SEO team we can show you um, what people and our competitors uh, are doing and, and what what people are looking for. So what, what we're trying to do is we're trying to essentially just answer these questions. And we want to try to give the user the best experience as far as like to answer those questions. And so again, like what we, like my team does is we'll do a lot of competitor analysis where we're showing actually examples um, of, of in a lot of these competitors, sometimes not even in, you know, our particular industry, we'll go look for competitors, uh, you know, in other industries that are, that are doing really well. And, and we can see where it's benefiting their users where it's like, Hey, this might work for us. Um, another thing that we try to do, and, and I, I'm a big proponent of this, is just back everything up by as much data as possible. So mm-hmm. showing them a, exactly where it's like, hey, you know, there's a keyword or a variation um, that we know people are looking for and it has a high amount of search volume. Um, we'll bring that to the table. And, and usually what that does is that that will get buy-in from your UX team and, and your CRO team is like, okay. We need to prioritize this and make sure that, you know, we give the SEO team what they need and not just focus so much on the conversion, but focus on, okay, we, we might need a, a component um, that's above the fold that we might have to move a, a call to action down a little bit because the research and everything they're showing and, and you know, through the competitor analysis, this has a, a higher probability of driving more traffic, which we ultimately want because we can't have the conversion of the traffic's not there. Yeah. So those are a few things we do. And again, it like it, it just doesn't end there. I think it's always a constant education uh, from your side of things. And I think 
good SEOs, especially in house. That's that's what you're you're tasked with, and um, really to get that buy in and that support, you're constantly going to need to you know educate and, and vice versa too, because those teams can share a lot with us that we take in and, and also consider in our work. Yeah, that's just fascinating, and I got to say, looking at our customers and companies that are balancing UX, SEO, call to action. I don't know if any of them do it better than Vivint. So Shay, it's so great to have you on and hear your your insights on how to balance all that and be able to execute for success. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Shay Bordeaux, Senior Manager of SEO at Vivint Smart Home for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Shay and I are going to discuss determining what metrics to track. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Shay, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes or visit his company website at vivid.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to this podcast, just head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or SEO questions or apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our show's handle is at Voices of Search on Twitter, or you can find me at Jeff Atkinson, G-E-O-F-F-A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N. If you haven't subscribed and want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish a new episode every workday. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be in your feed in the next business day. That's all for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Thank you.